What up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And we have a special treat for you guys today. Got a special guest, my boy Pablo's brother, Victor. Thanks for having me on today, guys. Right on, man. Yeah, special guests. Go ahead and get started here. Nice. So- our first guest, huh, ever? Not yeah. counting the clash? Yeah, actually, on our actual podcast, first guest, man. It's our first for us, so what we'll, see, we'll see how it is. Yeah, man, be honored. Honored, yeah. It's a duo, and we just included I'm going to listen to this in 10 years and go, damn, there I was. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, for real. So, uh, you know, we usually start the episodes with a segment called One Gotta Go. Jill's going to explain what the topics are today. All right, so today we have... So basically how the game works actually is you get to keep three of these and you lose one. And today our four topics are Remember the Titans, The Blind Side, The Longest Yard, and Gridiron Gang. So we went with football movies for this one. So who wants to go first? Uh, I think guess first. Guess first. All right, so which one of these four movies are you keeping for sure? The way we do it is we eliminate three that we keep, and then the last one is gone forever. Number one for me on this list is going to be The Blind Side. All right, The Blind Side. All right, right, man. Why why do you say that? Uh, It was the first one of the first football movies I watched, you know, when I was uh, growing up. It was also, I think, the most impactful because I played basically the same positions that that dude played. My come up obviously wasn't as hard, but um, it was, there was just a lot of things that were very relatable in that movie. How old is the fucking Blind Side? Um, I want to say it's like two thousand five, six. No, nah, there's no fucking way, brother. Yeah, man, it's old. So two thousand six. No, dude, Blind Side two thousand six. Hell no. Yeah, yeah, man. If, but, if I had to guess, the Blind Side's like two thousand and ten. Let's go ahead and uh, oh shit, it's two thousand nine. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I was in high school when it came out, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 2009. I mean, that is technically you being like in middle school, so. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really good pick. The storyline, Sandra Bullock, everything about that movie is just like fire. You know? Michael Orr, bro. You can remember his name? Michael, Michael O'Hare. <laughs> Michael O'Hare. O'Hare, yeah, O'Hare. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good choice. What are you going to go with, Gerald? For me, the first movie coming off of here, Gridiron Gang. And it's not to say that it has the best... Because some of the movies we have on here are like super inspirational, right? And this one doesn't even have the best inspirational story, in my opinion. But I have a weird like connection with Gridiron Gang. All right. So I'm at the movie theater. I'm there to watch, I don't know what movie came out at the same time, but I'm there to watch something completely different. Right. So we watch a movie, and then me and my friend might come out of the movies and we're like, you know what? Let's sneak into a different movie. And then we happen to see two people from our school. And I was like, we literally walk up to him. We're like, yo, what up, man? What are you watching? And they're like, Gridiron Gang. We're like, oh, yeah, us too, bro. What theater again? And then we just followed them in. <laughs> so you got the two for one special. Yeah, bro. So we sat So we sat down with them and we watched Gridiron Gang. So I've got like a cool memory of like the first time I ever even saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. And um, just The Rock, first of all, in this movie is amazing. He's like just big ass dude. Well, I don't remember his fucking name in there. I'm hard. It's hard to remember their fucking names. Um, who are you talking about? The Rock's character in Gridiron Gang. Oh, in Gridiron Gang. Yeah, I don't. I don't know his name either. I just, we just call him the Rock, bro. Yeah, but um, I like the gang violent movies that have like gang relations and stuff. I always find really interesting because I like to see the the way the dynamics work between gangs, how they fight, and in the Gridiron Gang, 
like two of the kids on the team are actually on rival gangs, but then they like their friendship overcomes and he saves them from being shot to death. And I don't know, it just seemed, and they're, they're more, they're like, I don't know. They, I felt like I could relate to them a little bit more than like the characters in the other movies, like the longest yard, obviously everybody's in jail. Uh, remember the Titans is like during a really social, like there's a big social issue going on in the world. So I didn't, I don't know. It's just, it was too extreme. The gridiron gang for me felt like more watchable without having to like really think about it. Those yeah. Guys yeah. All, those guys are all in jail too, though, too. Technically. Yeah. They're all in jail. I they're guess also, they're like in juvie. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. His name is Sean Porter. in the movie. Oh, Sean Porter. He gets, uh, he gets really overshadowed. Be- no, he doesn't get overshadowed. Exhibit does. Exhibit does. In that movie too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, but um, what's the big dude's name? Uh, the Samoan dude, the uh, guy that's junior, junior dude, junior. And that Junior was dope as fuck in that movie. Yeah, came back at the very end after his injury. He's kind of like the guy you hate to love, you know, because at first he's like a dick. You know what it is? The Gridiron Gang, out of these four choices for me, it's it's the movie that's in between. Like Longest Yard's comedy, uh-huh. Blind Side and Remember the Titans are a little more serious. I mean, they have funny moments, but Gridiron Gang's like right in the middle. It's like half comedy, half serious. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with first. So what about you? Um... You know, for me, you guys you guys got some really good choices. But for me, it's going to be Remember the Titans, man. Always will be. That's my number one. I mean, sports movies in general, they're my shit. Like, I could sit down and watch any sports movie, especially football, over and over. But with the Remember the Titans, like... Denzel's amazing. Coach like, Boone, love, bro. Coach besides Boone. Besides Denzel being amazing, like, I'm, I'm sort of a really political kind of guy. Right. And I feel like a lot of prejudice and stuff... Like seeing that in the form of a movie, like it's really like something touching, you know, it's shit that people went through back then for real. And it's actually based on a true story. Like most of these are, but just the whole segregation and everything and the storyline, once you get into it, like Julius and um, I forgot the, the, the uh, main white guy. What his name is? Yeah, I don't know, man. There's so many characters in football movies. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and um, these are big ass teams. Julius and the white guy, they become really good friends. You know, at first they like hate each other. Right. The yeah, dude, left side, yeah, strong yeah, side, strong side. Like that's such a beautiful moment, man. When they come together, because they're about to break them up, you know. And then the coach is like, "Wait, wait, wait," you know. And then you know they come together and they, and he actually ends up turning on like his best friend that was really racist. Yeah. He ends up getting the Rev's hand broken. I don't know. There's so much to it, man. And then Gary Bertier is his name. So that's Gary, his name. When he, um, when he gets hit by the truck, too, that's like a – it's literally like I got hit by a truck because it was so out of like – out of the movie. Like I never expected that to happen. Well, okay, because they build you up and you're like, oh, they're finally becoming friends. This is going to be oh, awesome. They're going to make it to the final. They're going to win and then boom, you know, they're – all-American player gets his fucking legs destroyed. The only All-American player, yeah, man. No, Julius was too, right? They're both All-American. Yeah, yeah. And then the way that uh, Denzel, like, responds, because there's a part in the beginning when they integrate that Gary comes up with his friend, and they're like, hey, so we're already set on defense. Half the positions you need to reserve on offense for, for our players. And he's like, we got Jerry Lewis and <laughs> whatever coming to camp with us. Everybody give him a round of applause. And then he's like, who's your daddy, Gary? Yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he puts those dudes in their place. Yeah, yeah, because they're, you know, I think because they're white, they think they're, like, above him. Or well, well, the whole point of, like, Coach Boone, I guess, is 
he was going to be able to re- like bring them in and show them that they should be playing together, even though they have, cause they're football players. So obviously some of them have egos cause they're better. Yeah, and this yeah. is during like racial tension time. So some of them just playing out fucking hate the other guys. Yeah. But he's like, nah, man, I'm the coach. You do what I fucking say. <laughs> and it's even comical a little bit. Cause they have Hayden Penetier or whatever as a daughter of like one of the coaches. Yeah. Dude, she's so young in that movie. Yeah. And then she, she like kicks one of like the district guys when he tells him, Oh, you know, we're going to have to take your dad's job or whatever. She's like kicks him and runs away. I don't know. Like it's funny how like as she as serious she is about his job as he is also. It's pretty funny. She, yeah, she's yeah. Very into hell. Like, she might be it. more serious about it. I think she was more <laughs> bummed about him losing his job than her. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Remember the Titans is good and it's super good. And they got the music, the uh, everywhere we go. Oh yeah, wanna yeah. know. He's like shut who him apart. We are. To, like, star line. You know, so they're all like they're like dancing out there. Yeah, so for sure, my number one, Denzel's a Beast, uh, Gary Bertier and the Julius story. Like, there's so much depth to that movie as far as, like, racial tensions go. And I feel like that really flipped it. Like, it showed the ugly part of racial tension. And Ra- it, racial movies are always good. It showed bro. it to what, what could be, like... <laughs> movies with inspirational people. coaches are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because even at the I'm beginning, a- the girlfriend hated Julius. She She wouldn't even shake his hand. And by the end of it, she's like, "Tell oh, the white girl, wouldn't she's she like, what up, yeah. dog? You know, <laughs> not exactly. No, well, she she, she, like, she shook his hand. She's like, yeah. we've never met, and then shook his hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So what you what do you got coming off number two, Victor? Number two, I've um, remember the Titans coming off as my number two. All right, I remember the Titans. I know we pretty much for all the same reasons that Pablo has them coming off. Um, yeah, just a really inspirational movie um, during racial times, also. All that, all that stuff. Denzel Washington is an amazing, what's amazing your, actor. What's your favorite scene in the movie, if you can think of it? My favorite scene would probably be when they're all in the uh, in the hospital. And they all go to see Gary Bertier while he's in there. Uh, okay. <laughs> you just see everybody show up. It doesn't matter. You know, all the African-American players, all the American players are in there. Yeah, yeah. All for the same reason. You see them all really come together for the first time during that scene. And that's just kind of what... What made me like the movie a lot was the unity in that. Oh, man. And you guys remember that part in that movie when they're all telling mama jokes? And then the biggest guy on the team comes over and he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. my back is killing me because I've been carrying your mama. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the white guy. Yeah yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just that whole movie, man. Like, it touches on every feeling, I feel like. like oh, yeah. It pulls on your heartstrings. There's a bunch of happy moments. Yeah. But that's an iconic Part two, what you said, where they come together, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's going to be number two for me. All right. I remember the times. That, so for me, uh, it's a little harder, but it's got to be Remember the Titans for me, too. So it's got because Remember the Titans, if you don't pick Remember the Titans, you're an asshole, in my opinion. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's the football movie. You might have an emotional attachment to a different movie, but this is the movie that's going to be up there no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And for me, my favorite scene is... um. You know when they're they're making fun of California kid, what's his name? Sunshine. Sunshine. They, they call him yeah. Sunshine, and then he fucking kisses. Gary Bertier. Yeah, he kisses him, <laughs> and the guy's like, "What the?" F-? And then that little part, and then you move further into the movie, Petey. and and there's a scene with Petey, and he's all like, "Hey man, hey hey, 
I need to know. No. I gotta know, man. You you kissed him, but you you know you're not like you're not like that, right? I don't and, care if you are. Know, he's man. like, I need to know, man. And he, and he was gonna be rooming together. <laughs> and he was like, um, if you don't care, why do you need to know? And he's all like, hey, man, don't play with me, man. I need to know, man. Yeah, he freaks. He, out. He's like, li- like it's a super homophobic moment <laughs> in like a Disney movie, which is just awesome. Yeah, not not even so much because he's like, I don't care. He just wanted to know, but he cared. It's, he said he didn't care, but yeah, he really yeah. cared. It's super homo. Yeah, like, it's not that he's like scared of like gay people or anything. It's just you know he probably felt a little uncomfortable because you don't really meet a lot of gay people yeah, I mean, back in that time, like, yeah, especially in that pretty time. much just in your underwear. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I get it, <laughs> but just his reaction, he's just like, I need to know, man. I need to know. <laughs> and Sunshine's like, Hey, man. Nah. Even to that point, do you, do you think he was, or was he just trying to like demasculate like Gary Bertier? Nah, he was just fucking with him, bro. He wasn't yeah. gay. Later on in the movie, he's like working out or doing like tai chi and shit, and then yeah, all the girls want him. All the girls want him, and then Petey's there again. He's all like, "What sunshine, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta get with me, freaking <laughs> Petey, man." <laughs> so uh, remember the times for me, number two, easy. Right on, man. Yeah, for me, my number two. Haven't gotten to it yet. It's going to be the blind side, man. It's got to be the blind side. Like that story, we haven't touched on it too much, but man, I cried during that movie at the beginning when he's like picking up trash from the, from the stands. Cause he's trying to get, um, leftover food, I think. Right. Well, he's getting leftover food. He's picking, he's, he's picking, yeah, he's picking eat. up the old popcorn and then the dad sees him. Yeah. And then also like at the beginning when he's with like the dad and stuff of that other kid, Oh, yeah. He's trying to get them into the school or whatever. When he's sleeping on their couch. Yeah, and then he, he hears them fighting, and the mom's like, you need to get him out of here, you know? I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's hard. And then when you finally actually meet his mom, and she had, like, nine kids or something, and they were all in foster care. And I don't know if you guys remember the part in the movie where he goes in, like, he meets his brother, and he's, like, a waiter at a restaurant that they went to. Yeah, they just went to eat, and holy he shit. happens to come across his brother. As I'm, As I'm thinking about it, dude, it's like, Repulling on my heartstrings, I'm like, holy shit, you know. The Blind Side is easily the most emotional movie we have on the list. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, just this whole story. I mean, and then at the end, it's like all happy, you know. He makes it to college, but it's crazy too how the NCAA got involved because they thought that they all, they only did all this so he to make go him to go to their school or whatever. Like, that okay, but you know, like you know, like the movie. Blind Side. Um. Obviously, there's really dramatic moments in the movie that didn't really happen in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the like the main football player, Michael Orr, the guy who it's about, he's like come out publicly and said that the movie is inaccurate and that he was like an actual star. So, do you think that takes away from the movie a little bit because it affected the actual person? I don't. Or do you so. are you just looking at it like purely as like entertainment value? Uh I I don't think it took away anything from the movie just based on the fact that while they did exaggerate some parts of the movie. The storyline, I think, is still accurate. Like it's yeah, it's somewhat he's accurate. Streets, he's homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, the main points are there. Yeah, yeah. I just know I've heard like I saw him complain about it when the movie was really big, and yeah, I was yeah. like, wow. So like he had a problem with it, but that could also be just because I wouldn't want my business out there that public. Like it's cool make a movie, but you never expect it to be like the biggest grossing movie of the summer or something. Yeah, for me personally, it doesn't take anything away from the movie. What about you, Victor? Um, no, I don't think it takes anything away from me either, as far as the movie goes. Because, like you said, you're right. It's uh, the story of him on the streets, growing up to 
you know, some fi- some family finding him, and then him having to struggle to make it big, you know? Yeah, kind yeah. Of, kind of the storylines that you like to hear. And there's, like, one big stories. part that really elevates him, and I think that was true, where his brother, his stepbrother or whatever, he records him, and basically that video goes viral. Oh, the like little kid. Like, an army game the, or whatever. The, the one he sends to all the, the coaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think the whole thing with the brother, like, actually getting perks for whatever college you went to, I think well, that was true, too. Well, I know for sure that the brother was actually older. I think the brother was, like, 14. Was he? Yeah. He was, yeah. like, he was, like, younger teenager years when it was happening. Because I saw, you know, at the end, you see the real picture of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I looked at it. I remember when I watched the movie, I looked it up because I liked the movie a lot, too. All right, so we're down to our third choice. So you've got, for Victor, we have The Longest Yard and The Gridiron Gang. Give us pro and cons on both and which one you want to choose. Man, so I'd say the pros on the longest yard. That one's just a that one's more of a feel-good movie. Like that one's like more of a comedy, I think, than uh than a serious football mm-hmm. movie. It's Got, so funny though, man. Cheeseburger yeah, Eddie, bro. So many funny parts in that movie. Cheeseburger Eddie, Ponzi, the guy that ends up making out with one of the cheerleaders. Yeah, he's making out with yeah, the guy. Yeah, that one so yeah, the longest yard is just a feel-good funny movie. I would say the cons about it are obviously that it's not a sentimental movie like the other ones have been. Yeah, and it doesn't give you a sense of realism like the other ones do. Yeah, no, this one's like it's purely for fun. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, then Gridiron Gang. That one has some funny parts in it, but I would say that that one's definitely more of a serious movie too. Yeah, it because is. Because you've got all the kids in juvie that end up having to come together, you know, regardless of what gang they're in or. Yeah, and it's more of an. Uh... I guess it's it gives you more of that realism feel because you it's like it's also based on a true story. Like it's based on a documentary. So, you know, it's real. And just knowing that makes you think of it that way. Yeah, it makes you think of it differently. Definitely. Um, But I really like both of these movies just in different ways. So I think that I'm going to have to keep. The longest yard on this one. All right, I can respect that. Just to keep it a little. I, I'm just gonna keep it a little bit lighter. It's true because you can't. It's all. A lot of these movies are super emotional, and if you keep the longest yard, I mean, your emotions are gonna be taken up by the Remember Titans and Blindside. You also want to have some fun in your life. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I just I love Adam Sandler too, just as an actor. He's hilarious. He's one of my favorite comedian actors, basically. Not just him though, like. Chris Rock's like the, in that the movie. The guy when he's like, "Will you teach me to football?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then he breaks like the hitting bag or whatever. He's doing squats with like the stands, and there's like seven people sitting on the stairs, and he's just fucking squatting yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> or when they show the movie of, I mean, the video like the security cam footage of that guy with like the the feminine guy that's yeah. in jail. Just, <laughs> he's like, "What? That's not me. I'll show him a wrestling move." Just the whole thing, man. Damn. So you. You're keeping the longest yard and losing uh, gridiron. gridiron gang? Yeah, so Holy he lost the gridiron shit. gang. That's intense, man. I mean, it makes sense because, like, because the way we're playing the games, like, you, it's the movies you're gonna you'll lose one movie, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's gone from your memory, man. And having too much like emotional stuff in your life all at the same time. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it, and for me, we're on my final choice. I've got the blind side and the longest yard, and I'm having the same kind of thoughts he did, like. Obviously, The Longest Yard is more of a funny movie, but it's not just like it was kind of funny. It's a fucking hilarious movie. There's a lot of good shit. Um, 
you know, and um, it's also got an emotional part to it too at the end. Like they slightly touch because they kill uh, Chris Rock's Rock, character. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know his name in the movie. I want to say it was like Carter or something, but I'm not think that's right. But he's, he's caretaker. Caretaker. Yep. <laughs> no, I thought caretaker was one of the white guys. Was it the older white guy? It was. So Chris Rock in that movie. Let's see here. I don't remember, but um, they kill him off. Yeah, it's caretaker. Yeah, caretaker. And then it's super emotional. And then he actually got them their uniforms at the end of the movie. And like at the end of the movie, it's so cool when um, so the team that's from jail is playing the guards from jail, and like there's fans there. And everybody, they're initially going for the guards. And then somehow it like turns around and they're rooting for prisoners to beat the guards in this game of football. And it makes you root for them. I mean, you root for them the whole movie because that's the whole point. But um, you're just like, yeah, this is cool. It just flips the script on like life. Like we want these fucking people who are in jail for committing real crimes, doing real fucking, I don't even know what they did. But you're like, yeah, beat these guards. These guards are fucking assholes. These guards are keeping these people in jail. Bro, and we Fuck forgot them. to mention that in The Longest Yard, you got wrestlers too. Like, the Great Khali's in there. The Great Khali's in there. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's in there. Goldberg's in there. Goldberg, Goldberg man. Yeah. When they give him the estrogen. <laughs> so they, they got they got Nelly too, bro. Nelly's like their running back. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Air Force One's on their ass, bro. <laughs> Star-studded movie for when sure. Goldberg is like, my nipples are. <laughs> and then for me, so there's a lot of positive stuff on The Longest Yard. And then I think The Blind Side, right? I love the fucking Blind Side. So good. The um, It's emotional. You, t- you really take his story in. You feel bad for him. Then you feel good for him. Then you feel bad for him again because he runs away again. That shit where he stops the airbag with his arm, like fuck, just pure muscle. He's like, oh. he just got the truck too, man. Like, yeah, they just give him a truck. It's like one step forward, three steps back, sort of shit. Yeah, but I didn't really. The mom was kind of annoying to me a little bit, like the insurance thing that she was always talking about. I think that was like the sort of character she was supposed to be, though. Like, yeah, yeah. overbearing mother, you know. She plays her character really well, and the movie's really good. Out of the two, if I have to get rid of one forever, I think I'm getting rid of the blind side. Whoa. And I'm keeping That's the lo- crazy. and I'm keeping the longest yard. Because the longest yard it's just overall fun, bro. Like here's the way I see it. I have to be in a certain mood or in a certain place on a given day to throw the blind side on. Because I know it's gonna tap into certain emotions. You know, and sometimes I don't want to feel that way, but I can almost always turn the longest yard on and just have a good time, have a good laugh. So what I think about the obviously it's not a better overall story, but just movie wise and the way it makes me feel, it's just I think the longest yard is what I would take. It's just got it, Adam's it's one of Adam Sandler's best. It's like when he's in his pocket, you know, and he's really playing a character funny and then everybody surrounding I almost want to say he got overshadowed by Chris Rock's character because Chris Rock's character was just super good in that movie. Yeah, because Adam Sandler's character in that movie was it was serious for a lot of it because he was a he started off as a professional football player and then got caught for scam like shaving points off of a game. Yeah, and then everybody in the prison knows too, so yeah. they're all like, "Hey, man, you shaved those points." Yeah, so he's just kind of an asshole through <laughs> kind of. It's just like a redemption story. He redeems himself through jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he gets put up with that choice, too, because the, the warden, he's like, you know, you got to throw this game or I'm going to pin Caretaker's murder on you. Yeah, yeah. And, and he does start throwing the game. 
You know what? I I think one of my favorite parts, which is crazy, is like right at the beginning because he does a fucking car chase in his girlfriend's car, and his girlfriend's Courtney Cox. Yeah. <laughs> does the car chase? Just gets fucking destroyed. And um, there's a small part right before, like he gets in the actual crash where uh, the cops pulled him over and they're like talking to him, and he's all like, "Oh shit, you're um, I don't remember his fucking name either." In the movie, he's but they recognize him because he's a famous football player, right? And they're all they're like super hyped because they're like, "Oh, we're football fans, yeah, bro." And then he's like holding my beer, and then he hands them the beer and drives away. And the police officers are just like, "Oh shit!" And then there's a giant car chase. <laughs> so yeah, for me, longest yard, I lose blindside. It's a tough one to lose, Crazy. but I feel like remember the Titans and Gridiron Gang makes makes up for it. So losing my number one. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy. What do you, What do you got? Where are we at of time, bro? Yeah, you're good. You're good. All you right. got the last one. You're um. Check, make sure, man, because. I got some really tough choices here. I got the longest yard in the gridiron gang for my last yeah, two. Yeah, don't worry. I'll tell you when we're close to time. Uh, the longest yard, I mean, it's got, like you guys said, it's got a star-studded cast, man. So many people in that movie, like, and even when he's recruiting and you're seeing all of them, like, the way that they're reacting, you know? Cause, well, he has to recruit everybody, like, in a special way. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, at, at first, like when you go in to see the great Kali, he's just playing like ping pong. Yeah, by himself. And uh, he's like super locked down, right? And then somehow they think he's fit enough to come play football with a group of people. Dude, actually, I think he's in that movie before you even see him as the great Kali in wrestling. Because I'm pretty sure he he's he was there, but he wasn't that big in like wrestling yet. I think he was, man. We were into wrestling a long time ago. Like the Great Khali, his debut was like in the two thousands, early two thousands. That movie's early two thousands, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's two thousand five. So I think he's like two thousands to two thousand five. I don't know. All right, but how I do you feel about the Gridiron Gang? Find him. Well, I, I don't want to leave the longest yard yet. Um, we forgot to mention Cheeseburger Eddie, bro. Now we said that. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I, I totally missed it. He's got the cheeseburgers in his... Yeah, he's got them in his pants. With some shit. cheese on it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can get some fries with that shit. <laughs> that so, one, he, he puts that burger on that dude's face when he's like... Who's that, Michael Irving? Knocked, knocked down from running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Irving, I think, is the actual actor. Uh, no, for, for cheese- cheeseburger Eddie, it's Terry Crews. It's Terry Crews, bro. Yeah, Terry Crews. Now, the... The... um. The leader of like the the black gang in the jail is the uh, wide receiver for the. He was a wide receiver for like the Colts or something. I don't remember his name. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about like the announcers too, because they have like a jail announcer and it's like this Native American guy that's like super serious. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "We're gonna pass it on over to a uh, Billy Rainwater," <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's just like sitting there like super pissed, and the announcer's all scared. So I mean. Just so much, so much going on in the longest yard. Uh, the Gridiron Gang, that whole story, man. Like they got the white guy. His name is—I don't remember his name, but he's the Kenny Bates is his name. The guy Kenny who, Bates, yeah, the receiver. His mom like comes and visits him, and he gets in an argument with her. Like his whole story is just like a whole thing. Then you got the huge guy, Jamal Evans, I guess was his name, and he um. He, like, didn't want to be on the team at first because he didn't want to work out. Like, it was too hard for him. And then they make him, like, the... Oh, the guy who becomes, like, the equipment manager? Yeah, yeah. So just so many, so many characters, man. Junior, like, I didn't like that guy's character at first. But then at the end, he sort of rallies his team, you know? Yeah, he's, like, the leader that got injured at the beginnings and never gets to play. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, Willie Weathers, who's, like, basically the main... He's the main character. He's the one they follow, anyway. Yeah, because his cousin was in jail before him and he knew The Rock, Sean Porter, or whatever. 
I'm going to go opposite of you guys. Like, I get the lightness and stuff, but a movie has to, like, I feel like it has to affect me emotionally for me to put my time into it. That's why a lot of movies that I watch, I don't really rewatch because if, like, comedy, I can watch any comedy movie over and over, and that's fine. But, like, to get a serious movie with, like, that impacts me in some sort of way, I feel like The Gridiron's more of that. that it is. Movie for me. So, um, and that's the the type of movie watcher I am where like the movie has to impact me. So I'm going to go gridiron gang. Definitely opposite of you guys. I, I just don't think the, uh, longest yard had that impact for me. And I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan, but I don't think that's one of his best right. works for sure. All right. So you took gridiron gang. Yeah, here's here's a quick gridiron. question and I want like a quick response. So I'm going to go first and you guys think about it. If these four teams played each other, assuming they like gridiron gang kids grow to the right age, just say they're all the right age, right? They're all like adults now. Okay. Which team is going to win? And I'm, I'll give you guys which team I think is going to win first. I think the team that'll win is the longest yard team. Out of these, I think the, the <laughs> longest, longest yard team wrecks these other teams. And here's why. Here's why. Well, not really why. I just think that's who's going to win. Well, I just think it's – I think it's super unfair too. Because like, the blind side, Michael Orr is the best player on the team. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just telling you – I'm just asking your team though. Which team? all the way to the bus. All right. All um, right. So you say the longest yard team. Yep. And you're going to say why, right? No, no. Just I just think they're going to okay. win. So for me, remember the Titans. Like the, the Titans. If they grew to be adults, they yeah, would I win mean, it. if they're all like the is same that if age. Gary Bertier didn't get hurt? Um, yeah, he, he's still hurt. He's still hurt, I guess. I mean, they're still have him in his prime. <laughs> they're, they're still good, though. I still think they're still good. I yeah. think they're still good. Like, what do you got, Vic? I think the, the longest yard team also. All right. Definitely. Yeah. Finale has a running back. Unstoppable. Adam Sandler is the quarterback. Uh, they're the only team points. with a real NFL player. Left side, strong side, bro. Come on. All right. Well, we're going to have to Julius. we're going to have to stop now for our uh, commercial break. Be right back. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What is up, everybody? Wow, that was a tough one got to go, man. Yeah, football movies are hard to decide on, man. So many emotional ones, so many funny ones. Tough there's, subject right there. And there's like fucking 10 movies we didn't even mention that could have gone up there. Yeah, quite a few, man, but damn. So what do you guys got? All What's right, going on, ready? Man? I saw this on my phone earlier, and it, <laughs> it made me think. So uh, you've seen The Office. Yeah, yeah. You've both seen The Office? Oh, yeah. I love The love Office. Yeah, dude, such a good show. So uh, Jim and Pam, who are like the main couple in the show, apparently they were supposed to break up in the last season. It was like the original idea. That is that is so nuts to me, man. Like, Which makes a little sense because remember, like how like at the la- at the end they were going through that rough patch. They argue a lot. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting over like his new job and shit. Still though, I couldn't see Jim and Pam not being together by the end of the office. Because I feel like that most would, that of would have been so weird. Most of the seasons, it's like them trying to get together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the At first three gone. the first three seasons is like their whole love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's like all these crazy twists because he moves branches and shit. Yeah, I just cannot see them 
like separating. I guess that would have been like a crazy plot twist at the end. I could see them do it. You know what pisses me off about The Office as much as I love the show? So my boy Andy, right, comes in, super funny. Everybody likes him. And then he like slowly starts getting this relationship with um, Angela. No, no. Well, he does date Angela and that kind of get, fucks him over. You know, he gets cheated on and shit. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about when he starts dating Aaron. And they like they push him and Aaron so much, and you're like, oh, you know what? They do work together because they're both like basically kids in like adult bodies, you know? Like quirky. They're quirky. They they like the same kind of stuff. And then you get to the end of the fucking show, and she ditches him for fucking fucking what's his nickname? Like poop something. I know his name in the show is like Pete, but they call him. uh, Oh yeah, (laughs) little intern guy. Yeah, his name's Pete, but they call he calls him um, poop something. I don't remember his <laughs> name. Yeah. For some reason, I just can't remember. His that nickname's name. so dumb, but um, I'm watching it and I'm just like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, I I was really invested in that like storyline, and they did that, so I could see them doing that to Jim and Pam. And I was just ah, dude. Andy gets so fucked over. That would have pissed me off the most though if they would have <laughs> broken up Jim and Pam. They call him Plop. Last season. Plop. Do not poop. Plop. <laughs> He's all like, "Hey, Plop," and he and then he starts to talk to Plop about his problems, and Plop's the one that took his took his girlfriend. That sucks, yeah, because they they they, fu- they play him up so much, yeah, because they're so compatible, you know. And then well, they, they play Andy up in general because you yeah. know he becomes the new manager, right? So then he gets the Nard Dog tattoo on his ass, <laughs> and then um, they're starting to like him. And then for some reason, he like in the last season, he starts to break down, and he goes on a boat for months, and. Um, he comes back and every he's just not as liked anymore. His girlfriend leaves him and man, they shit on so many characters. It feels like they shit on him. him. It feels like they shit on him. Andy definitely got shit on, dude. And obviously, you know, Toby was supposed to get shit on. <laughs> yeah, Toby's getting shit on the whole but fucking he series. Loved fucking Pam, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like stalkerish love. Yeah, what was up with Pam, bro? Like, if they would have broken them up, would the camera guy have been her new boyfriend? Because that camera guy, like, falls in love with her, too. And then he, like, beats the shit out of the attacker. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's so brief, though. I don't know. I feel like the Toby love <laughs> thing is huge. Yeah. So it would have been crazy for me if they would have broken them up. That's, yeah. like, that's like something you don't do in a show like that. That That's where you get the hate. No, like, you build it up for seasons. And then you, and then you just do the second, that. Yeah, the last season, you just destroy it. That's how you get, off. like, Game of Thrones. That would have pissed me off. Season 8 hate. I haven't even seen Game of Thrones, but I know like all the hardcore fans oh, yeah. were fucking shitting on the last season because it just destroyed. The last episode destroyed the whole <laughs> the whole yeah, thing. Basically. Yeah, the whole series. And that would have sucked. Yeah, but even if they would have finished like that, the show was already fucked after. Uh, after Michael Scott after left. After Michael Scott eh, left. The, yeah. the season after is all right, but then the next season's kind of trash. It's like, yeah. The first know. season where Andy's leader is cool. It's all right. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, oh, damn, I just thought of another show that got ruined. Oh, have you seen How I Met Your Mother at all? Yeah, I did. I've watched it. Have you seen it? I have not. Do you care if I ruin it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're fine. All Go right, at the end of How I Met Your Mother, the whole first of all, the whole thing is like him telling a giant story to fucking about how he met their mother to the kids. And at the end, it's like, oh, here's the mom in one season. You see her for like brief moments in each episode. Then she dies. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to hook up with Robin again. Yeah. Fucking God, last dude. season of that show is fucking trash. Are you kidding me? Is that really how it ends? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. It just, it ends basically him like, oh, I'm just going to hook up with Rob. It ends 
And it's basically them being old and doing the same thing that happens in the first episode. He holds up the stupid horn and she looks out the window at him. And you're like, this is bullshit. And even the kids, they call her Auntie Robin. Dude. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, that's so Oh my weird. gosh. Well, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you ruined that for me. <laughs> I don't have to waste my time. It's bad, man. So, man, Victor, you were telling me about this this guy, uh, James Dolan? What's going on with that guy? Yeah, so uh, news just came out that James Dolan... Owner of the Knicks Dude, has fuck James COVID nineteen, and uh, reading through a lot of the comments on a lot of the posts from ESPN and from uh, Bleacher Report, a lot of the Knicks fans are pretty happy about it. <laughs> kind of a weird thing. Yeah, man. I mean, he's already kind of been going downhill with the franchise, you know, and the fans. Like, no, well, yeah, it's still the one of the most profitable franchises, so he's not going to ever give it up. I don't think. But the fans fucking hate him because he never pays for good players. He he loses all the good shit in free agency. He's kind of, sh- in my opinion, shitting on the super fan. He let he, the unicorn leave. He let uh, another good player, J.R. Smith, left there. No, he um, he just kicked Spike Lee out. He kicked Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he literally kicked him out. Was, Spike Lee was like, why can't I use this door? And he's all like, no, you can't use this door. It was an employee-only door. It just told him to come in through VIP. Even though Spike Lee spent millions and millions of dollars on tickets. And well, they say New York has one of the like toughest medias, but they've also got one of the toughest fan bases. Like if you're not winning, it's like LA. If you're not winning, they don't give a shit. And they fucking hate James Dolan because they have <laughs> not been winning in years. Yeah, yeah. Just I think it all starts at the top, you know, and it's just a trickle down effect. If if you're not managing that shit correctly, it's just all gonna fall apart. Yeah, so so James Dolan definitely I would say the most hated owner in all of sports, I would say. All of sports? All of sports, I would say. This you, James you Dolan. So? James Dolan hate's been going on Who'd for years. Who would you have ahead of Are we talking current owners or are we talking recent owners? We're talking current owners. Oh, current owners, I'll give you it. But if we're talking recent owners, they fucking the the previous Clippers owner, they ran his ass out of town because of those like <laughs> uh accusations he had, like they had for him towards women and stuff. So they completely got rid of him, and then it was bought by a uh, Steve Ballmer or whatever it was. That's funny. I'd never heard that. You remember that? Mm-mm. He had he was accused of I don't know exactly what he did, but he was being accused of something by I'm pretty sure women, and it's just a bad look. So the whole NBA pretty much decided to take the team from him. So they just like iced out his ownership, and then they sold the team to Steve Ballmer or whatever. So the Clippers got all new ownership because this guy was a fucking piece of shit. Like a, as a human being, not even as an owner, because the team was good. They had CP3 and yeah, they had uh, Blake Griffin for a while. Blake Griffin at the time, but and that he, happened recently. It was pretty recent. It's like I want to say it's five years. Okay, just in sports, I would call it recent in sports of like ownership. Because how often do owners really change? Yeah, so it's something yeah, you. No, so it's often, something you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> So I'd call him the worst owner ever, but right, but James Dolan easily the hated, most hated, just does not run his organization good, bro. He fires his general managers like every two years. Yeah, I feel like he's just not. I don't know. It, it, they look at it as a business, right? Yeah, they only care about but money. There's like a personal side to it, like um, Mark Cuban. I feel like he's really like personal with his team, you know, like. Right now that uh, Dirk Nowitzki left, like I think he's up I feel front like with his team. He actually felt that loss. Oh yeah, he felt that because that's their franchise guy. Yeah, but I also think he's more um, personable and up front. Like if he's gonna trade you, 
I feel like Mark Cuban will go into the room and, and tell, tell you, you tell yeah. you, hey man, sit you down and be like, hey, we're trading you to this team. Yeah, yeah, because I think I remember even like you don't see Lakers, him. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. He said he found out through media that he, he yeah he's yeah. found out through like, like Twitter, bro. Yeah. So did like Josh Hart. So players who find out like that. That's shitty, bro. It's shitty, and even right now, the uh, seems like the Lakers' like ownership it wasn't getting much credit. I mean, they got LeBron, and they're obviously doing good. But prior to this year, they were the owners were questioned a lot because they were just fucking releasing people, not even telling them and shit. Well, yeah, it seems like that's actually becoming a new wave of like people finding out in that way that they're getting traded. Some people are just too connected. Fucking Woj. From ESPN, oh. Woj knows you're traded before the team knows you're traded, bro. The Woj bomb. The team's like, the, that's so weird. Yeah. The team's like, I'm gonna trade you, and he's like, Oh, I knew that two weeks ago before the team knew. Yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. And I mean, if you think about it, that's money too. Because if somebody from some sort of franchise, because is he from ESPN? Is that where he's from? Yeah, Woj. Woj, Woj is ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's obviously getting that information at ESPN first. They're like the TMZ of sports, you know. Because TMZ always comes out with like the news first, right? Because yeah. they got people everywhere. Imagine yeah. that in real life, like though. Imagine that in, like at your job. So you're working at a call center, and then your boss walks in, and he's all like, "Not even your boss." You get a fucking alert on your phone. Twitter pops up, and it's like, "Hey, you've been traded to the T-Mobile call center." And you're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's in Tacoma. You're gonna have to move up there." Good uh, luck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> trading. I think in real life, it'd be like, "Oh, hey, we've been talking about firing you." <laughs> But here's your actual notice. Yeah, I'm just looking at it from like their profession though, because like athletes are like, unless you have a big contract or something, even yeah, if you have yeah. a big contract, they can still trade you. So you're not really in control unless you have a no trade clause. So just you can go from one day to the next day, just like, hey, bro, I know you live here in St. Louis, but uh, now you live in Toronto. It's so hard <laughs> for them. Yeah. You're gonna have to go up to Toronto now because they're just pawns, dude. In <laughs> yeah. This game. So so like in real life, or not real life, but like life for like normal people. It's just so crazy for me if somebody could just walk in and be like, hey, so you work at this McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. That's cool, bro, but I'm going to need you to go to Denver and work at the downtown McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No pay increase, nothing. They, they just like you more than I like you. <laughs> and these guys literally, though, have no say in that shit at all. <laughs> they just look it's at either you. they don't go and they quit and lose a shitload of money, or they go, man. That's their livelihood. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, you, you can uh, wrap a burger in 30 seconds. That's cool and all. But uh, it's not good enough for our store. You to start boxing you're, pizzas. You're gonna have to go to the other store. The other store says thirty seconds is all right. They're middle middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit's crazy. So that was the huge thing in, in basketball. I guess was him getting Corona shit. Yeah, so, well, a lot of people have gotten it, but yeah, him getting it. But people are happy about him getting it. That's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, man. Fans are ruthless for sure, especially <laughs> the New York fans. <laughs> New York fans tear your ass apart, bro. Yeah, man. I saw this other funny video, though. This shit. I don't know if you guys saw it. This guy's, like, doing a news report, and you just see him, like, staring off. <laughs> and I guess a bison was coming at him, dude. It's like a was, group of Montana. bison, right? Yeah. I did see this video. It's yeah. like a herd? Right outside, of, right inside of Yellowstone. Really? Yeah. So he was about to do a news report in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And what, what exactly happens? Well, I guess his camera was live, and he was shooting this thing talking about how COVID-19 had basically shut down Yellowstone because obviously they don't want it to spread in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the video is basically this guy is uh, talking about it and he looks out into the distance and he stops for a minute and he goes, 
oh my god <laughs> out of nowhere and just picks up his you see him pick up his camera and his camera go into the uh into the trunk of his car and you can just hear the guy like whispering to himself like nope nope not today yeah he's like i'm not messing <laughs> with you yeah i'm not messing with you yep and basically he had he saw a whole herd of like bison coming towards him i think it was and it's funny this dude just imagine you're doing your job and then you just look to the side there's a fucking like heard of bison rushing i don't even know if they were rushing him but i picture them rushing him and he just sees him and he's like oh fuck that man load up the gear man we're dipping yeah it doesn't actually show the bison but i've heard that bison are three times as fast as a regular human so that's enough for me to to pick up and go right there. <laughs> they're, they're at least 10 times the size too so that shit's crazy i don't know they're big man and you can see it in his in the video you can see it on his face he's like oh fuck that hell no yeah, if you guys want to look it up, the guy's name is Dion Broxton. Yeah, Dion Broxton. Yeah, that shit's funny. You guys really need to there's look a cool, this stuff up. There was a cool little reaction video where like the guy's all like, this guy ain't fucking around, man. He's the one black guy in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> he sees a bison. He ain't trying to get near no bison. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I would have reacted differently, man. I'd be out of there so quick. I probably wouldn't even have noticed. I get I can see myself looking at the camera and I'm just like looking at it they're and just I'm running like in the back talking and they're just like they start running near me and I'm just like what the fuck was that and I like turn around it's bison then I'd freak out obviously I'd be like oh shit and like probably rattle them up and get I don't know charged what would they do like headbutt me fucking trample me they trample you they probably trample you yeah, in a big group kill me Mufasa style bro yeah you'd be the fucking dad from Lion King yeah man if they can trample a lion. I'm getting fucked up by like four of them stomping me out. I can curb stomp by a bison. That's humiliating. Yeah, and I think if you if you watch the video, what I noticed about it, bison are huge, man. How huge is a bison? It's it's huge, bro. Like I don't even know to be honest. <laughs> I've seen one in real life. They're huge. Aren't they like oh, hippo yeah. size? Like, probably like like a baby elephant. Like a baby elephant, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. So. Very easily. They weigh from a thousand to two thousand two hundred pounds, dude, and their length is like nine feet. Nine feet. I would have just, uh, I'd have taken off my hat, found like a feather on the ground, and put it in like my ear, and then I would have just like ran with a bison. They would call me "Run with Bison." (laughs) God damn, bro! (laughs) Bro, that's my spiritual moment. Wow. <laughs> just like run with them and then stop and like take My some peyote moment here brought to you by <laughs> axe body spray <laughs> that's funny yeah I, I don't know if i'd run with the bison man Fuck yeah man that'd be your nickname forever you're just like walking around you're one like hey what's your name pounds, run with bro? bison that's like 10 times your weight at least yeah and they're three times as fast so three times as fast so you're not even good luck keep it up, up yeah Jump on one of the baby's backs, dude. You could probably do that. They call you you trail. Jump on it and ride it like a rodeo. (laughs) Yeah. But then I wouldn't be run with bison anymore. I'd be ride with bison. Ride the bison. Yeah. I have to be run with bison. Nah, man. That shit's crazy, though. You guys should really check out that video. It's pretty comical. I didn't even know there was bison in fucking Montana. Yeah, man. I've never seen a bison. Me either. I've only seen a flying bison. And that's from a cartoon. I think if you (laughs) I'm not saying doing it now, but if you drive up to Yellowstone once this is all passed, like you can actually drive into the park and see them all around. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've been to Yellowstone and I was probably like 30 feet away from one, 
But uh, there was like, there was like a barrier in between us. Absolutely. So they don't. I would uh, never put myself right in front of a bison. So he was by himself. They don't all travel. No, they travel in herds. Oh, they, they do. They travel in herds. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the reporter. I was like, no, nah, they don't travel in herds. Sure but I was like, one reporter. Not carnivores. Oh yeah. So, so they eat mostly plants. So that won't stop them from beating you. Have ass, heavy so. predators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm a vegan, but I'm gonna fuck you up. He's like, oh no, I'm just gonna dodge that human. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't eat you. <laughs> he just kills me. <laughs> Damn, bro. But yeah, there's that, man. That's crazy. Uh, how do you feel about the Olympics getting canceled or postponed? I don't know, man. That's so crazy. I When I found out, I was like, damn, that's a lot of money lost. Because like, literally billions of dollars go into this shit. The Olympics is the only time people watch sports that you never watch. I've never turned on swimming like the world championships and been like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that shit, but I'll watch Olympic swimming. Cause Olympic swimming, you know, it's the best of the, I mean, you, it's still the best of the best in the world, but something about the name Olympics just sells it for you. You know, you know, it's the best and you know, and you can always root for your country. We're a uh, Mexican American. So most of the time I root for Mexico. Let's be real. My parents are very influential in my life, but, uh, there's still some respect for like the U.S. athletes. Fucking Michael Phelps got, I don't even, like 30 fucking medals and like 25 of them are goals or something. Yeah, him, Simone Biles, a really good gymnast. Oh, yeah, she's a gymnast. Yeah, she she's won tons of medals. Uh, so, yeah, it's just really weird to see this all uh, playing, out, huh? playing out, getting postponed until next year, all the money being lost. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is there a sport that you specifically like to watch only during Olympic times that you can think of? Uh, not specifically. I, I like to watch like countries in general. Um, so I, I, I like watching a lot of Mexico because yeah, you know, they get gold in like Taekwondo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't For really hear Mexico too much and it's cool to see it because it doesn't the Olympics, the summer Olympics has soccer too. Right? It has soccer too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, seeing, you know, I watch the, that the shit. Main sport, oh, they yeah. have Olympic basketball too, I think. Yeah. Is Olympic it? basketball. Oh, yeah. They have Olympic everything on. They're, they're doing Olympic skateboarding this year or they were supposed to do it oh really yeah wow. damn tony hawk's probably pissed <laughs> he's not he's not getting any younger that's for sure yeah but um you know what i really like to watch in the there's two things that i watch in the olympics that i've never watched ever what is it so ping pong because olympic ping pong is fucking ridiculous dude these guys hit the ball and it literally like takes a it's not even all over the table anymore it's like a giant arc around the table to the other side and like hits a corner and then the dude on the other side's like oh yeah and then he just fucking hits it back and, and like does it again from the table yeah these guys are playing like men tennis games on this little ass table and ping pong's fun so i think it's super cool to see it and then volleyball volleyball's intense olympic volleyball is so intense and these guys are huge and the girls too like they the way it works, it looks so crazy as you're watching on camera because, like, one person will hit the ball up, then, like, three people jump, but only the last person hits the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, there's a lot of strategy to it, and, like, I would never be caught dead at a volleyball game. But Olympic volleyball? <laughs> watching it over TV. But, but Olympic volleyball, I'll watch. I, I'm not going to go to no fucking high school volleyball game. I bet it's trash. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the, the sprints. Dude, the sprints. The 100s and the 200s. That's raw speed coming from a human it's so hard for me to watch the olympics because there's so much going on like i'm trying to watch it but i don't know when things are scheduled i guess you could look it up but then we're in different times yeah the times it depends on so, country too when yeah. it was when it was in um oh yeah 
not the Olympics, it was but in the Russia wasn't it? The last Olympics. I'm not sure, but when the World Cup for soccer was in um, Russia, I think it was. Or South Africa, one of the two. I can't remember which. It was in Russia the last time. Yeah, it was Russia the last time, but I think it was the one before that. I think it was Brazil. Or was it Brazil 2000? I think it was South Africa. I remember South Africa for sure. When it was in South Africa, I'm pretty sure the fucking, the time was so fucked up that I'd have to wake up at like 3 in the morning to watch the games from like 5 a.m. to like 9 a.m. So like if I wanted, and that was like on work days. So half these games I'm watching at work on my phone when no one's looking. It's just like playing on the side. And I'm just like, oh, let me, okay, yeah, we're uh, winning. Nice, a goal. Yeah, had to take off every single day for the Mexico games. And uh, so the time zones will fuck you up, especially Olympic sports. And there's just so much. There's so many that like just in swimming, there's like the four by four fucking butterfly yeah, it's easy to miss a lot of the backstroke. Like, if, you don't really keep, yeah. if you don't keep up on them, just a little different version. The diving. Do you guys ever see the diving? Oh, the diving's the yeah. super cool. The, yeah. the, the, like cool. when they do like the what do you call it? Like partner diving or whatever. And they're like mm-hmm. they have to be like in perfect sync as they're doing these like double, triple backflip twirls. I heard it's in Japan this year, right? It was supposed to be it's supposed to be in Japan. Yeah. yeah, dude, Goku was gonna be the host of the Olympics. That's what I heard. Yeah, I did hear that. Really? Yeah, they were just going to have the voice actor do, like, the voices for Goku for the Olympics, and he would, like, pop up on all the screens and shit. That's cool. Because, like, anime is super interactive in Japan. It's part of their culture. So they were going to, like, legit have Goku fucking doing the Olympics. That's awesome. I probably would have watched it ten times more. <laughs> you look so shocked, man. <laughs> I'm super shocked. Yeah, man. I never would have guessed that. And you know they're losing a lot of money. It's estimated they're losing $12.6 billion. But some people say it could go up to like twenty five billion just to postpone it. Like just to postpone, canceled. they haven't even canceled yet. No, nope, just to postpone it. You know what's crazy about the Olympics though? Like what's that? You hear about all these like abandoned Olympic stadiums and shit, bro? Because some of these countries build up their their countries for these events, and then I remember watching all these videos where like in Brazil for sure, dude. There was a bunch of like abandoned stadiums, right? Yeah, but that was for I think that was the World Cup too. But same idea. I think the Olympics. Either way, whenever these huge events happen, you know, there's abandoned stadiums, and it's just yeah. Because when it happened in China, they actually turned the Olympic Village into like I think like gardens and like stores and stuff, so that they could keep it going. You know, because they build these giant structures just for the event, and then they have no use after the event. So you have to do something with them or else it just like fucks your economy. Just kind of a side note too. I guess in those Olympic villages or whatever, because that's where the athletes stay, right? Yeah, yeah. The Olympic village. I read the statistic that they order over like 100,000 condoms for that shit, dude. But yeah, dude. People are just getting off. <laughs> well, you should, bro. If you're going to be an Olympic like, athlete and you yeah. probably want your kids to be Olympic athletes, you yeah, got to be fucking. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to. It's like breeding grounds. It's, how that works, huh? it's like breeding, bro. I'm not going to give my bloodhound to your fucking golden retriever. I'm going to go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go find another bloodhound. Yeah, man. I don't know. That was just a weird thing I saw the other day because they were interviewing some sort of Olympic medalist or something. And I was like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, whatever happens there stays there. We don't the the range it. is crazy, too. Like age range because the Olympic gymnastic girls yeah. are like. In their lower teens or like barely turning like nineteen and shit. Especially in like China and Japan, yeah, dude, like those. Then they and they're at the prime of their athletic ability. You know, like these girls are doing fucking just shit you didn't even know you could do with your body. Yeah, I don't know. Some of that shit's hard for me to watch because I've heard that 
a lot of those countries like force these people to do it like so they're so good at it that they like like china i heard that in a lot of their gymnastic things like they're institutionalized pretty much to just do that just gymnastics yeah like i don't know it's pretty crazy i don't know i don't know if it's i've heard that they're super intense too like there's not a lot of room for mistakes there so that when you do make a mistake you get punished for it is it like voluntary and then you're stuck or is it like you're automatically stuck like would you say they're having they're putting kids into it and just making them do it or that kids are joining and once they realize one's got talent they're like all right well you're this is what you're doing you're stuck you know i I don't know exactly i think they have like a bunch of kids in one room like just randomly and one of them stands out so they're the chosen ones or whatever yeah like because I'm sure coaches could like pick out kids and be like, you know what? This kid seems like they would grow up to be good at this certain sport. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of tough for me to watch. But just just like I said, in the Olympics in general, like times are always off. They're always showing it in the U.S. whenever it's in a different time zone, like at a later time. So basically, whoever's won has already won. So I don't know. It's really hard for me to watch. There's a lot of good stuff. though, man. boxing. Boxing. Is it still in there? I thought they had taken it out. No, it's no wrestling. Res- they took out. They took wrestling out of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. they took wrestling out of the out of the Olympics. For real? Why? Like old school re- Greco wrestling. I don't know. And they were fighting to have like cheerleading in the Olympics. I think it was. That's stupid. Skateboarding in the Olympics is kind of weird. I mean, I know they have their own separate they have events. The X Games, yeah. I don't the know. X Games, but um, it is a sport. I mean, it is hard to do that stuff, but it just seems weird to see it like next to like track and field things you know like this dude's throwing the javelin or doing the uh have you seen the pole vault yeah there's a a really crazy video of like a pole vault it was like the brazilian guy this was when the olympics i think were in brazil it was the brazilian guy versus like the french guy and the french guy's like a legend yeah and um they're doing the pole vault and they go back and forth back and forth and then the brazil dude is just breaking his own personal records the whole time and he wins it and it's all people think it's really attributed to the fact that the whole crowd was like, you know, Brazilian and it was it really fired him up. So like there's definite like home field advantage almost when it's in your country. I think so too, but it's just crazy the amount of people that go because sometimes you'll see like stadiums full of like a country that's not even the home country. But I could see the advantage and with the, like and this is home. dedicated life like participants, you know, like sports that people don't do every day. You know, like I don't go to the park. You go to the park, you play basketball, you go to the park, you play soccer, maybe football. Whatever, yeah. Tennis court or something. But you don't go to the park and fucking stand on the balance Throw beam. Throw a javelin. <laughs> Throw a javelin. You know what else is kind of a weird one? Uh, the steeplechase. What's the steeplechase? That's the one where they hurdle and then they they jump in the water right after they hurdle whatever thing they're hurdling, I guess. Oh, I, oh okay. think, I think I remember that, yeah. Isn't there one that's like the triple jump or something? Yeah, yeah. There's a triple jump, too. There's also like the walking one, the uh, the oh, speed the walk, walking. The speed walking, you know, <laughs> walking, where it looks yeah. like they're waddling and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are sports I would never even try, but these people are doing things, superhuman things. So you get nothing but respect. I mean, they don't get to do it this year. <laughs> yeah, that I don't sucks. Know. Sucks for everybody. They also do biking, right? <laughs> I think I've seen biking. Yeah, I'm I'm upset because I can't go to the theater right now. They're upset because their life profession is on hold. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I can't go to certain stores, and they're like, I can't compete for the thing I've been training, training for my whole for life. Four years, at least, you know. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Yeah, man. some of these people have been through multiple Olympics, and <laughs> yeah, it sucks. And you know, you hear a lot about about a lot of these athletes, like because a lot of them are young, you know. 
their parents like basically put all their money into their profession oh, or yeah. whatever. So it's make it or break it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Now that you bring it up. But shit. And so that's just one of the like super global things that's getting destroyed. You know, it's funny. They're postponing the Olympics, right? Right. But as far as I know, WWE is still going, man. So is UFC. Yeah, UFC as well. Like, like They're doing these things with no audiences. WWE is ridiculous. It's like going to a play and having no crowd to do it for. Yeah, I saw a clip of uh, Rob Gronkowski coming out for the first time. And if you guys know Rob Gronkowski, he's a very like super upbeat, super place to the crowd kind of guy. Oh, he's, he's kind of he's a party boy. All right, wait, wait, hold that thought. I'm gonna have to cut you off so we can do another little commercial break, and then we'll be back with what Victor was saying. All right, this is the part where we usually have an ad, but we don't have any sponsors. Yeah, bro, what the fuck is taking so long, man? Get me some tickets to Broadway, bro. Give me something, man. I, fuck. Send these guys some shoes. Get us some socks. Flip flops, dude. Where the fuck you at, Fruit of the Loom? Come Hook me on, up with some man. boxers. Yeah, Fruit of the Loom champion. Come on. Come through. <laughs> All right, we're back. We were talking about the WWE and the UFC still going. So, go ahead, Victor. So yeah, I left off. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is coming out to his theme song, uh, which I can't remember really what what it was. But like I said, if you guys know Rob Gronkowski, very upbeat. He's a very very lively guy, <laughs> very funny, real party boy type guy. Comes out. Gets into the ring, gets on the one of the turnbuckles in the corner, and it's just basically like nobody gest- there, gesturing towards nobody. <laughs> he does that thing <laughs> where like they lift their arms, right? Yeah. There's nobody there to applaud. And it's just it's just one of the most awkward scenes you can think of. That'd be so weird to see, yeah, because the fans are what make that sport. Because that's what they call it; it's a sport, you know. They're really actors, like glorified actors. But um, the fans' reactions, man, when somebody comes out, they're like yelling or. You know, whenever they're booing somebody or you suck, you know, whatever, whatever they're yeah. saying. like Things like the WWE and the UFC, they should not be going on if there's no fans. Like, the whole point is the fan. I mean, I know they make money off of their pay-per-views and, like, the TV sales. So, uh, obviously, there's still an audience because people want to watch it. But just the environment, just there's no electricity in the air, bro. You don't feel the emotion through the screen if there's no... Oh, sorry. There's nobody actually there. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the UFC has a little bit more leniency on that because you're not going off based off like fan reactions, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a fight. I feel like they have more leniency on that. But WWE is definitely something where like the fan reaction is a part of the show and you have to have it. They they play they play to the fans so often. They, they, sh- they should have. <laughs> so go ahead. Just the weirdest thing to not to not see. Yeah, going along with them. They should have definitely pulled a LeBron James man and just said, you know, I'm not going to play without fans. You know, I'm not going to WWE without the fans. Yeah, stupid. Like, even as a professional athlete or a performer, an entertainer, anything like that, you're not trying to go out and perform for no one. If they did a concert with no audience, but they were like, oh, it's all right, bro. We're still going to like stream this. The performer is not going to be able to do it. They're going to be like, I can't actually like perform to my best ability because there's no one like giving me the energy, hyping me up, making me do spontaneous things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the UFC, I'm sure they make a lot of money off the stadium, but I'm sure a lot more money comes from the streaming or whatever. It's all pay-per-view, bro. Yeah. But that's true for any of these. It's just that like 
you got to have the fans. Or at least, I don't know, fucking fill it up with people in the company or something. (laughs) Jesus, man. Or you got to do that laugh track shit, but with like fan sounds, you know, in the background. So it's playing. You you can see there's no fans, but you just hear people yelling. (laughs) Something, yeah. Turn on. They got like high def speaker systems, man. Make something. Surround sound that shit with some fake ass applause. Yeah, that's too too much, man. The WWE is really fucking wilding. All right, man. I think we've hit pretty much everything we wanted to talk about. It's time to get to our hypothetical moment. All right. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Our hypothetical question for this episode is, if it had to be, wait, if it had to always be daytime or nighttime, which would you choose and why? I'm going to let our guests go first on this one. I think for me, I... I'm kind of a night hawk as far as like when I like to go out and kind of do things as far as you like to go out at I like, night. I like to go out at night and drink and I like to go out to the bars and stuff. Right. So, and I doing that shit during the day just isn't, it makes you seem like an alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> but it would never be day if it was always night. It would never be day, which is also a really bad thing because a lot of the fun things that you do like activity wise happen in the day. A lot of people get their exercise doing stuff like going to the park or going swimming or playing soccer. Doing with like natural like light? Yeah, with natural light outside. Uh, and outside's the best way to do it. People obviously go to gyms and whatnot. Well, here's my question about this subject. Are we making it so like if it's always nighttime, like it's not actually cold, right? If it's always daytime, it's not like super hot. We're picking like the best weather setting for both, I would assume. I think we're not really attributing so like a temperature to it. Well, just that's just the way I'm thinking about it. Because like, if you think of like, think of a perfect summer. Well, day, think about right? if like the year happened. You know, when summer happens and it's warmer in the summer. All right, so we're going. Like, so it's the normal. Yeah, so it's just normal. It's a normal year, temperature wise. Yeah. It's just yeah. the actual light outside the is actual different. Light is different. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you can have a hot day, but it's just but it's dark. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense to me. So when I think about it like that. Wait, did you even get your choice? I didn't even get my choice out. No, I'm still kind of debating between. You still think, uh, let me throw out some stuff too. I'm not exactly sure what I want to pick, but I have some thoughts about it. So, if it's always nighttime out, and we're assuming weather's going to be just like a year the way it is wherever you live through the year, it's obviously going to be worse in some places. But um, for me, if it's really night out, you can still do. You can almost both of them. You can almost mimic the other. So it's dark out. You go inside. You turn on your lights. You feel like the lights are on. It's like a lit up day almost in your house. But if it's super sunny out, then you can go inside, you close all your blinds, turn off your lights. It's dark, right? But then there's like certain events that change almost, right? Because if you're going to do a live sporting event or a sporting event in general outside, you have to have the giant lights if it's dark all the time. Because if it's daytime, you can do it. Yeah, and I mean, there's sports that primarily only use lights, like high school football, varsity football. Yeah, because they're always played later in the day anyway, right? Yeah, Yeah, so I mean, I'd see that point for sure. I'm I'm, like thinking about it in a totally different way than you guys. Like, night and day, uh, I feel like a lot more crime happens at night. But also, 
if it was day a bunch of times, I don't know if that would even affect it. You know, people would still be out like doing crap. Yeah, at so, some point they're gonna be like, "Fuck know, it, it's yeah. day all the time." It's hard. It's hard. It's a really hard decision. But so you were saying night and day. You're still not sure what you're gonna go with. I'm not sure what I'm gonna go with because, like, when I think of it being sunny, it, it's a weird question because it's really it's a it kind of picking at your preference of almost your own hobbies. Cause I like to go longboarding all the time, but I generally start like in the evening, like later in the day and I'll do it like at night. But the reason I do it at night isn't because it's dark. It's because there's less people, but if it's always going to be night, then I'm sure people, everybody adjusts and it's just like the same, like your hourly schedules. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then there's also like, there's no feeling of ah, it's weird when you go out like in a sunny day. There's this feeling of warmth, you know, like the sun hits you and you're like, ah, oh, feels good. It, it almost gives you a little bit of energy and like, oh yeah. If you went out and it's dark, it it does, or at least for me, it tends to make you a little bit more tired because it's like nighttime. Like your body responds to it different. So at the beginning, I feel like it'd be harder to do nighttime, but if you adjust to it then I feel like nighttime could be just as good. That's an interesting thought for sure. Definitely an interesting thought. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the daytime definitely, uh, like you said, you get you get energy from the sun. It's a different energy than you'd get from the moon, obviously, because the moon shines and it has a brightness to it, but it doesn't affect you the same way that UV rays do, you know? It's a crazy-ass question. Yeah, because what the fuck happens to photosynthesis, man? Like, does there, Do all the plants die? We're I mean, just assuming everything works normal. Like, it's just, it's basically just the color outside. <laughs> it's going to be bright or it's not. But, like, life goes on. Everything, I, everything adjusts. I'm just going to say it, man. For me personally, I'm going to go with day. You'd rather it be day all the time? The sun's going to be out all the time. The only reason I'm going to choose that is because... I feel like it's a lot easier for me to put some like dark out blinds in my windows and make the house dark. And then if I want light, I just open them up, you know. Do you but, think do you think day would um affect your like sense of time more? Um it probably would cuz I feel like you'd get you'd be normalized to it, but like daytime outside I just feel like it's easier to adjust to light than to darkness because if it's dark how are you going to get light? They're just like, like artificial lights. Like lights, yeah. Artificial lights There's and like stars like, at the moon and stuff. There's nothing like sun though. Like at night, I feel like I can re-replicate night. Better than you could re-replicate day. Day, yeah. So I think just based on that. See, I see that because you, you can replicate day or the amount of light you need for things. But it's, it's more it's, it's more contained. Like yeah. you can you can light up a stadium. You can... Light up, highway. you can light up a theater, you can light up a highway, but you can't completely light up a giant field, you know, like just a let's say like 30 acres of land, unless you're like you got fucking giant ass lights in the air yeah, somehow, yeah, like like lan- floating lanterns or something. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go with day personally. I'm like, fuck. if it's always night, I feel like I'll always be groggy, tired, like. I feel like it would have an effect on me. And if it's always day, like like I said, I'll just shut all the damn windows, put some cardboard up or something, and just take that down when I'm ready to see the light. It, it, it's true. 
But I don't know. If it was always night, I would. I think I'd adjust better because I'm usually up at night. In general, yeah, yeah, I'm more of a night person anyway. But um, so I don't think it'll fuck with like my internal clock. Like I'd be able to adjust to like days Just and stuff. Fine, yeah. But if it's super bright out, I feel like I'd always feel like I have more time to hang out outside or be able to stay out longer, or do something. Like your day feels more never ending because it's always so like light always makes you move forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder if like cities would adjust too low, like putting up different lights. Just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Cause, cause you also think of like tech- technologies that could come out. Cause like if it's always dark, eventually I'm sure they'll be able to like light up a whole city, city yeah. yeah, super well where you can see everything. Cause I mean right now, even they're pretty lit up. If you go to like a really big city, you can barely see the stars because the city itself has so much. What's that effect called? It's like luminous light or whatever. Like all the extra light makes it so like you can't even see stars because it's yeah. so bright in the town. So that's why I said in certain places, it feels like it would work better. That's true. I know there are actually towns in Alaska that go like multiple months with light or darkness. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Yeah, I know that they go like months where it's dark and then yeah. it's and then it's light for like two months and then it's dark again. That's interesting, man. So I, I guess all we have to do is go do Alaska. Go do a trial run. Like, go yeah. go ask them, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because this hypothetical, you could actually put it into place. Well, they still live there. So do you think they're just, they prefer the night? Or is it almost a reward for them to get to the day? I don't know because it's like straight days of just day or night. Yeah, they they have days where it's light the whole it's time. It's already yeah. super cold in Antarctica. I think that the like the sunlight when shitty. sunlight comes around, yeah. like people, <laughs> people are, probably, are out there tanning. Yeah, but they still. It's, 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 <laughs> but it's not like they can take off their. They're still wearing the same like heavy duty well, yeah, clothes. For sure, but it's a lot warmer. It's just brighter. Some fucking polar bears out there with their shades. All right, shit. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with daytime too, and the reason I it's gonna I'd go with day, and I think it also gets rid of certain things like indoor facilities like indoor football fields indoor soccer fields and indoor pools and stuff you never need anymore because it's always light out or i guess you would because the weather doesn't change because we said the weather doesn't change yeah is that the purpose of uh indoor is light or night and so you can keep doing it in the dark that's weird right yeah i thought it was just like a turf thing well, yeah, it's like it's a ter- no, it's like a the situation, but it's also so you can play the sport at any time of the day without interruption. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's weird. I never thought about that. So you're going with day? I mean, yeah, I think I'd rather be day because I think you could make a dark room no matter what to go to sleep. Yeah, right. And if it's always day out, I, I feel like I do feel like it'll give you that extra burst of energy, and you you'll have a good time. You just have to be a little bit more mindful of the actual time. Yeah. I think. Because even in summers where, you know, like in the summer and it's light out till like 10 p.m. And you're like, holy shit, it's 10 p.m. That's the best. And you look at it and it completely just kind of fucks you over. Not fucks you over, but fucks with your mind because you're like, it's still so bright out, but so late. And then there's times where you got like the 5 p.m. darkness. Yeah. So it'll be like 2 p.m. Not 2 p.m. It'll be like 2 a.m. and fucking bright as fuck. Like it's 5 p.m. Yeah, it's crazy shit. So I think for me, I would want to keep. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss the nighttime life, but I'm gonna have to keep the daytime. <laughs> I'm sure the nightlife will still happen. It'll be, but it'll be different. It'll be like, hey, come to this dome or something. 
Yeah. Where it's dark and we have like lights. Come to yeah. This room with no windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Come, come to this building that we put no windows in. Yeah. And chill. Come to our very well lit building. Come to our very very dark room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd Just be crazy. Hang yeah. out with us in the night, you know? Yeah, so collectively, we would all choose days. All choose daytime, yeah. Yeah. So it, it makes more sense to me, I think. Yeah, I mean, if anybody out there choose dark, chose dark, let us know why. There's there's some cool stuff about the night, though, that I'm going to miss. Like, I'm going to miss the tranquility of it. The stars. It gives, you, it gives you a certain peace of mind. Like, if you're just, have you ever been outside on a summer night and you're just like, Hanging out, you're sitting down. It's Some just, of the it's best dark. nights happen. You're just with your homies, just hanging out, or your friends, or your family. You're just looking at stars or something. <laughs> yeah, as you're saying that, what I'm thinking of is like scary stories and shit. Like, would they even exist anymore? Like, Freddy shows up in the day, and you're just like, all right. <laughs> well, fuck? yeah, you know, you know, it's not as scary. You see, yeah, you see like a cabin in the woods. Well, happened during the daytime. Happened during the day, <laughs> but I mean, it's still dark in the cabin. But it would be definitely more scary if it was dark. A lot of scary movies happen at night. Yeah, sure. yeah, all yeah. of them, dude. Pretty much. <laughs> That's a crazy thought too. You could sell. Imagine you could like sell like nighttime. So you've just got <laughs> like a, a you, you've got like a building of like you build a building that like simulates events, but at night. It's just like a dark. <laughs> like there's a pond inside of a building, but it's yeah, dark as exactly fuck in there. Like yeah. certain like low level light. Yeah, and it makes like there's stars on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Moon yeah. And shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. They simulate nighttime. That'd be intense, man. I think we could we could simulate daytime better, but simulating but I'd rather it be day out it's and have simulated idea nighttime. In this hypothetical world. It's a lot harder mm-hmm. to yeah. Wait, what? Million dollar idea in a hypothetical world, right there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to sell night. Yeah, just sell nighttime. Yeah, yeah. That, that always that reminds me of like this movie where they're like trying to sell air. I think it was in. Timmy Turner, Fairly Odd Parents. I don't know. They were like trying to sell air because all the air was shit. Dude, you'd never see like a sunset again because the sun would always be at the same level. Simulated at your facility. <laughs> a sunset, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just like put up a light bulb and slowly start covering it up and yeah. then like uncover it. Yeah. <laughs> CGIing like a sunset. I mean, the fuck, they CGI Michael Jackson and shit. Tupac and Biggie. Does that mean it would never rain? No, it's still rain. No, it's still rain. But it doesn't cover the clouds. Yeah, they, I mean the clouds would still come and it would still rain. It but just, they don't cover the sun because if they covered, I mean, the we have gloomy. It would probably days, never snow. <laughs> we have gloomy days where it's still light out. Yeah, it would never snow. It would never snow. Really? I feel like we've had sunny days with snow. Sleep, but they're not like as sunny. I feel like they're that's super why I'm, sunny. That's, man. That, that's why I'm saying, like, in the question, is it like? Yeah, it doesn't affect weather though. That's what we said. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, affect. It doesn't affect weather. It just weather. affects the light. Yeah. See, so if it doesn't affect weather, then I think it is better to have sunny days because on a cloudy day you get a slight night because it covers the sun. I don't know, man. Some of my favorite nights are when it snows and the the moon is out. And the moon's like shining off the snow. I don't know. It's like it's true. You get that extra like yeah. yeah. The, the, the night is the ambiance, bro. Yeah. The ambiance. The ambiance. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's intense. I'm still gonna choose day, but that. Wow. Yeah. What a beautiful moment that was. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we all chose day. You guys, let us know what you choose. We're gonna post more in the Facebook group. We've been getting fucking lazy. So come check us out at the uh, Uneducated Duo on Facebook. Maybe we'll start a Twitter or something if we. We stop being lazy. We got yeah. a lot of time on our hands now. 
<laughs> but again, hit us up for those stickers. Follow us on, you know, we're, we're all over Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah. Facebook. We got a yeah. Facebook page. So Just far. send us a message on our Facebook page or something and we'll send you guys out a sticker. Don't worry. We'll pay for the shipping. Yeah, <laughs> share with your friends. We like to give a thanks to our special guest, Victor, our first guest. He's very honored. Say something. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, see, he's happy. He's smiling. <laughs> you can't see him, but I can see him. Yeah, yeah. If you could see the reaction, it's definitely day. <laughs> it's definitely day. <laughs> All right, so that's it for this episode. All right, peace. Peace. Peace.